Hey everyone and welcome to the Trade Creatives Podcast where we're sharing our Forex journey with you and debunking the myths around trading. I'm Katie, I'm an actor, a voiceover artist and a movement director and I am now the host of the new Trade Creatives Podcast and I'm so excited. Yeah you are (laughs) and I'm Jessica, you guys know me, Um, I'm a dancer, choreographer, stunt artist and low-key social media addict and the founder of Trade Creatives. And guys, the way that we're doing things as artists is changing. And we're a group of freelancers who are learning how to fund our full-time creative careers. Mm -hmm. And how are we doing it? We're on our phones, baby, through the foreign exchange market. GBP, she bought it. GBP, she bought it. I actually wasn't in any GBP trades. So tell me, go on, how are you going today? What's the floor looking like? Actually, okay. It's been a good day today. Um, I've actually made 4% on my account oh, today, but I do huge. have one trade open. Okay. Um, CAD JPY, I've been in that trade. It, it just hasn't hit my stop loss. It's just really, really Yeah, waffling. you know what? I was in CAD JPY um, y- t- yes, yesterday into today and I had moved my stop into profit and okay. then it did a yeah big swing. It is a little bit waffly up and then back down. And Yeah, yeah. But so I've been hanging around in that for like two, it's just not moving. So hopefully at some point it, it, mm-hmm. an outcome is going to happen. I hate it. I find drawdown very, very boring. Yeah, sure. I know. <laughs> how this lo- is what makes me a day trader. How lo- Yeah, right. How long do you have to sit in drawdown before you go, you know what, I'm bored. I'm going to close this one. Uh, you know what, I don't. Would you, would you ever, you'd never close it in drawdown. You know what, no, because I commit to the trade. I commit to the thing. Um, It it also depends on the strategy as well. So I do have a very particular exit strategy that I use. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I do like to just commit to the trade. Like I've done my analysis, so I'm just going to let it do its thing. An outcome is going to happen either way. So trust the process. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to think that people, like, do people really sit in trades for months or weeks? I hear about these people who's like sit in trades that you can, you could take this trade and be in it till the end of the year. And it's like... Yeah. I, how well, do people I, I do actually, this? I had a trade open. I had a DAX trade open, which I opened back in March, and um, obviously keeping an eye on it. And um, I closed it the other day with about a grand in profit. Yeah. Jeez! Oh my god, that's a, that's mad. <laughs> We're not really supposed to talk numbers. Yeah. But but with a transparency is also good. Ah, <laughs> uh, the DAX trade. I've never. I've not ventured into the world of DAX yet. But um, it's maybe, very sexy. Maybe once I'm ready for those month long trades, I'll, I'll, but you're still I'll, I'll you're still you super up. new. You're still how many months I, now? Yes, in grand scheme, I'm definitely a baby trader. So mm-hmm. what's uh, I I should date it. I should have a date because you just celebrated your first year, and I don't yeah. know what my my year date is. I think it's the 16th of April. I think so. That means I've just had my maths May June July August. Four months. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. I must be more than four months. No. I mean, maybe I'm... Fu- no. Maybe, uh, yeah, we literally reconnected. Uh, it, it was April. It was yeah. April because it, we just had lockdown. That was end of yeah. March, really. So Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, not even half a year, I guess. It feels like a lifetime, to be fair. It like, does. It, it feels like I've been... This has been part of my routine for much longer to be honest but I guess lockdown has done that it has been a big part of my routine because a lot of stuff has been taken out of my routine yeah and you know you you, you've done the work you're doing the work you know work hard for like 
four between four and six months you can literally change your life mm-hmm. you know it's happening um, i was gonna say so how, how are your trades today so i just hit tp <laughs> <laughs> it's little... a pit party we're having a pit party i hit two little tps um oh, one sexy. one of our beloved harmonic scanner that was an nzd yes. cad cell and um, was that one that I did this morning no well it might have been I wasn't there sorry (laughs) (laughs) but it might have been (laughs) but um it was on the scan no actually no because it came on the scanner later because yeah maybe it was a new one it it zoomed up earlier this morning and then decided to come back down um and then AUD USD also has is coming down and I got a little TP on that um, I've actually just been entered into two other trades because I got my smart money trades oh, um, as my you know my it. pending orders, and I just have loads of these, and they just they just activate on their own. This is why I love smart money; yeah. they activate on their own. I can let them do their thing, like four pip four pip draw uh, stop loss. Like it's just yeah, epic. that is, that is mad. But do they move as quickly as other trades, or do you have to wait a little bit longer with them? Um, it depends how big the move is that I've analysed. Right. So right, some okay. of them are a bit shorter, so they'll be kind of they'll they'll have executed and finished within that day some of them probably are holding for like two or three days just depending on like the time okay but not not weeks i was because sometimes some of the markets i've seen where it's like 100 pip take profit i'm like god that could take a long time but actually maybe not if it's filling liquidity yeah also depends on like the average daily range as well of that currency pair but yeah yeah i don't typically like holding swing trades but I it is it. what it is. Oh, is that, I can hit the popo. The popo come your, to that's get you. That's your popo. That's not on my side. That <laughs> is not my popo. <laughs> that is your popo. I didn't hear. Was it? <laughs> They're coming to get you. No. Too many pips. Too, too many, many pips. Too many pips. <laughs> I love a pending order. That you, I need to accept more of them because that's what two, they, these two were today. Just takes the pressure mm-hmm. off, doesn't it? Yeah. So, should we get started? Let's get started. I want to talk to some people. First podcast, let's go. (laughs) I'm excited. Let's go. Let's go, let's go. (laughs) Um, So, we're joined this afternoon by two members of Trade Creatives, Courtney and Shakira. Say hello, guys. Hey. Hi. They said gingerly. (laughs) We are super excited because this is a whole new experiment for Trade Creatives. The world takeover is in full swing. Um, so we're going to make it happen today and we're very happy that you guys said yes to being part of it. The first move. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thanks. So um, I'm not going to talk. I want you guys to introduce yourselves as creatives and um, say a little bit about how you got into trading, maybe. Yeah, good idea. Who wants to go first? Courtney. Go on, Courtney. Oh, I don't mind. Go okay. on, Coco. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm Courtney, aka Coco. Um, I am a crafty, crafty entrepreneur, we shall say. Nice, um, nice. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, I uh, got into trading because, um, well, basically because of lockdown, and um, I was on furlough and then um I got made redundant um like I think a week after I started trading actually um which was kind of good timing kind of not um but yeah no I'm absolutely loving it and um I literally begged Jess to sign me up like ASAP I said I, I said to her I was like oh just give me two weeks I've got to wait for my paycheck to come in and then I'll 
dive in and then the next day I literally texted her like yeah, I was gonna say you <laughs> called me the next day and you were like I was like so I'm ready okay I can't wait two weeks oh, because wow. I couldn't sleep last night I was dreaming about all the opportunities and I was like dreaming about learning how to trade and so then I was like no nah, I can't wait two weeks it's oh, got to wow. start now I've got to start now <laughs> wow so yeah rest is history yeah the, the trade the trade dreams before you've actually started trading that's a serious honestly I know I that's why I was like I was like that's gotta happen because I've just not slept so I can't not sleep for another two weeks like I just have to start nice (laughs) nice and Shakira uh tell us about yourself um I don't really know Uh, I guess my whole kind of like background in uni and my future is to do with acapella but I'm also like a performer um, I do, I've done a lot of MT shows and, but I really am invested in like acapella right now. I'm doing my master's at uni after doing a theatre undergraduate degree and it's going really well, but it's, it's really geared towards acapella and I want to start a business in acapella management. And I guess awesome. I know Jess through, um, her sister, Jo. Okay. And uh, me and Jo were really close and she was in my year. She took a year abroad and then she came back. Um, and we were in, um, she was choreographing the musical I was in. Um, we were really close. And then I met Jess at Jo's birthday and then. Was that rent? Yes, I was in yeah, Rent. Yeah, you were fabulous. <laughs> oh, thank Listen, you. this girl's got some lungs. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you. And then, and then chorus line as well. That was really good. And, um, yeah, Joe's just a fantastic. I mean, all three sisters are just dynamite. Um, but yeah, I met Jess through like a birthday party. And then a bit further down the line, you know, the same kind of similar situation lockdown happened and like your world just changes and Absolutely. things shift and you're getting money from a different place. And now suddenly, or I Either you're not getting money and you need some kind of way to earn um, or you got saved up and it's just sitting there and you're like I'm not doing anything with it so you want to make some big changes and I and I thought you know now's the time you know there's never a right time but why not now so I jumped in I love that here we are Amazing. you know what like Katie and I were having this conversation actually as to like how you know we're all kind of creatives in our own right kind of down our own paths and I don't know about you guys in terms of how people have reacted to you starting to learn how to trade, but like people were really questioning, especially me as a, as a, as a choreographer and a dancer, like, why are you not dancing anymore? Like, what does this mean for you now? Like, have you guys had any of that? Absolutely. You guys are relatively new yeah, now. I have, I have. You're, I, I'm shocked that people that I know who know me would think that I'm trying to introduce them to a scam. Yeah. And then they're turning around going, oh, no, why are you involved with this? Like, this is stupid and da 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 and you're stupid. And, and I'm sitting there going, um, do you not know what I'm, like, who I am and what I'm like as a person? Like, I wouldn't be introducing it to you if it was yeah. because, for one, I'd be embarrassed and I wouldn't be saying anything to anyone about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's really strange. Yeah, I find the same. I mean, there are, it's incongruous at the moment that, actors artists creatives whatever you want to call it trade i think it doesn't match up in people's minds no at the moment so i think a lot of people will be skeptical because it's a completely different world to what we normally reside in of art and language and music and playing and imagination to being like a financial digital 
fast-paced world is like people are like what you do why are you there you're not smart you can't do maths (laughs) what are you doing that I was gonna say yeah that was the biggest stigma for me because I've always been in theater or a performer or an actor or a singer and they've been like you're dumb you can't add numbers so how are you literally I feel that in my chest if someone says that to you Shakira I hate that I know okay I I half get no I don't get what they're saying at all but (laughs) sure but that's a stereotype that people would assume (laughs) but I think it comes back to like like steam and stem you know how just like the arts in general are just not given any kind of like I don't know credit whether it's in the education system or even like economically so if you tell people that you're an artist, they kind of pigeonhole you into this, oh... You're not going to make much money, are so you? So you didn't really do great UCSEs, did you? And yeah. that's, like, absolutely not the case. Oh, um, mm-hmm. for the, For a lot of artists, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like... When, when I, I don't know about you guys, when I started, I, I had a lot of kind of backlash in that, like, oh... you. It's almost like I wasn't able to claim um, myself as an artist because now I was almost, like... I had an interest in something financial, so that therefore made me money hungry and like a money grabber. And it's like, it oh, crazy. that's actually not what I'm doing. I'm just trying to pay my bills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's so true. Yeah, people, it, because it, I think because it's such a different uh, stream, field, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, people immediately second guess why we want to be part mm-hmm. of it and think it must be because of a negative reason or or, so, or something underhand. There's some alternative motive that is making you want to be part of that Mm. but I think that's the point like it's if you are a hustler essentially why are you not going to explore all the different avenues and then when you find one that's like well this is smart this is a bit of a no-brainer it doesn't negate everything else I've been doing for my whole (laughs) life right it's just finding a way to be like more time efficient because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day a lot of artists are having to work like two restaurant jobs mm-hmm. to try and just even pay rent and that's just not time efficient where you're trading hours of your life for not even like a tenner yeah. per hour like it's mental you know what it's so sad that you say that because when I was in um when I was like 15 years old I thought I need to get a pub job or a waitressing job right now before I even turn 18, before I even go to uni or college because I need the experience. Because when I go to London and I'm a performer, I'm going to gonna apply for a bar jobs and waitressing jobs and I'm going to need the experience from when I was younger so that they'll employ me. How sad is that? That's to think sad. like that's the, that's the um, default, mm-hmm. right? That's uh-huh. like the the what everyone does they just work bar waitressing jobs and perform at the in the night or in the day or whatever or rehearse that's that's really sad that I had that mentality and also not save as well that's like just Mm. covering auto expenses that's not including Mm. potential like maybe getting a house in the future yeah Yeah, it wasn't sustainable it was like when I can't do that forever and I never thought beyond that so Mm -hmm. I know yeah that's Mm. what you expect it that's what you think is gonna be part of the job is to struggle Mm. yeah oh yeah yeah even even like when I first started trading I felt like this weight lifted off of me because I was like I don't have to think about my future as a struggle I think of it as I'm going to be able to create my own income by this time next year and I will be okay it's not like whereas before it was like almost panic like well, this is what I want to do, but I'm not going to be able to do that for another 10 years because I need to build up some sort of 
CV portfolio so that I can do what I want to do. Like there's jobs that I think, oh, I could do that easily, but I have no experience. And so I know that when I go and apply for that job, there's a very slim chance that I would get it. So it's like, but now it's like, well, I'll get whatever job I want now because I've got a second form of income and I can do whatever I want. That's awesome. Yeah. And also like based around this whole stigma of being a creative and people thinking that you're dumb like starting trading I was like I'm not dumb I'm doing trading I'm learning something like every like other people do this people get paid a shit ton of money to be able to trade and so and I'm like sat here on my ass doing it myself Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. go away like I am smart and that's why I find it weird why people try to like shame you for learning how to do this because it's Mm -hmm. a profession Mm -hmm. people go you can't even learn how to do this at doing economics at the best universities because they won't teach you there. It's so exclusive. And if somebody said to you, okay, yeah, I work at SJP and I am blah, 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 blah. No one would try and shame no, them for that. Not. Whereas when you're trying, you know, when you're actively doing the work yourself to learn how to do this, everyone's like, oh, you're this, you're that. And it's just mm. so funny. And interestingly, I think it is also a trait in artists to want to learn and to be curious and to see what's out there so it kind of almost makes sense that it goes hand in hand absolutely be artistic and also yeah to want to learn yeah Mm -hmm. I say to people every time I go for interviews I I'm self-taught I have taught myself everything I went to uni and I didn't learn a thing like (laughs) I self-taught myself through uni because of the lack of lessons that we had to do with like using a camera and stuff like that well they taught me the basics but I turn around and went well this is not how I want to take my picture I don't care if it's a bit blurry I'm going to do this and be creative with it like Mm -hmm. and and things like photoshop even before I went to uni I self-taught myself how to use photoshop so it's like my whole life is self-taught if you told me you needed me to do something and I didn't know how to do it I'd be like okay hold on let me just go and youtube it or google it and then I'll get back to you because I know I'm capable of doing it Mm-hmm. So, and that's an amazing trait to have. Mm. Lots of people don't. They settle for just you get what you're told, and then you just have that. to make do with it. Yeah, yeah. So mm. then you spoke about Courtney that having trading brought a sense of like hope, I suppose, for the future, or like what you can create down the line. Guys, I want to know what are the kind of dreams, what are the goals that <laughs> yeah, you could see goals, happening? Guys. I mean, whether it's trading related or not, or career related or not, what are things that you can vision, you can envision now um, that we're on the journey? Go on, Shaki, you, you go first. Um, <laughs> I guess, I guess, um, I don't know. I think, speaking about the mentality I used to have of, okay, I'm going to be a waitress. Trading for me is more of a long-term kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like immediately when I, when I was looking at what Jess was doing, um, I was very aware that I wasn't going to get rich quick. Like I was yeah. like, this mm-hmm. is not, and Amen. that's the mentality I had when I was like a bar, a bar or waitress stuff. I was like, I'll just get money like that and I'll be able to pay my bills. But I've kind of removed myself from that way of thinking. I'm like, this isn't sustainable. I need to find something that's sustainable. And it, like Corny says, it's so true. Like we are self-taught. We are self-made. Like we have a drive. We have a passion. And, you know, everything that we do comes from our own drive to do it. So trading is something that 
you know, it's like a um, like an employer who doesn't judge you based on your experience or CV. It's like yeah, that's nice. what trading yeah, is for so me true. because like it's a job that I can take on at my own speed and pace um, without feeling like I have any deadlines to me or anything, you know, crazy. It's whatever I want to do and when I want to do it. So I guess um, my goals are kind of clearer and more set because I can now focus on the ideal kind of situation I want and I want to travel um, and I want to work remotely and like I said, I'm, I'm trying to start my own company and look into ways of yeah what's this acapella company i'm intrigued what does that mean so what does that mean it's hell um it's like um so a, a while ago in february i did this competition called oac which is an open acapella competition and i was a coordinator for it all and in my second year of uni i i was a founder of work acapella society which is like the first society acapella society on campus at the university and it was really successful the competition and the society's still going and you know that's my baby but I'm leaving it to the university and like that's kind of like I thought my acapella world kind of gone and I'm like mm, I don't like that so mm. I want to start my own sort of company related to acapella and some kind of unity within the sort of um country as a whole because I don't really think one kind of really exists in a strong form right now so mm. I'm I mean, this is all sort of hypothetical and it's a bit hush-hush and it's in the works. But like <laughs> now starting trading, I'm just like, okay, this is one way that I'm going to be able to finance myself and not have to worry about a day job, um, you know, nine to five. Like I can work on my business and I don't need to be making money straight away from this company. Um, so and especially like as a student, that's like a big weight off my shoulders as well. Like or like as a student coming out of university, mm -hmm. being in a lot of debt, I'm like, I need a job straight away. Um, and having a theater degree in a crashing um, theater economy, I'm like, need to jump out of this real quick. So it's actually crazy. Yeah. Like we're not going to have theater work until 2021 at this right? Yeah. Don't. No auditions. <laughs> oh no. Nada. No, definitely not. I mean, but, oh, that's, I mean, don't even get me started on the whole what the hell's going to happen to theatre rant. But yes, I think the outlook doesn't particularly look happy. Did you see that Phantom of the Opera has been has closed after 30 has years it? of running the West End? It's never coming oh, back. No. And that's oh, like no. a like Stable. a high-earning West End show. It's just, to me, like a symbol of... What's happening. Oh, dear. Mm. But it, but it's it's going to change. It's something's, it, it will be reborn in mm. some way. But um, so things like an acapella company, like, yes, because that's still ultimately people just want to be entertained. They want the reason people go to the theatre is to like live yeah. and enjoy something like the entertainment industry is not going mm. anywhere. It's just going to yeah, shift. Yeah. true. Somehow. Um, and what about you, Courtney? What sort of uh, what companies are you coming up with? <laughs> I have a company. Well, I've well. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> I, I've heard on the grapevine there might be something. <laughs> yeah. So, um. So I've actually been thinking about this for ages because, as you guys know, my parents are moving to France at the end of this month. So, and along with moving house, we've now got 25 acres of land. Wow. So I, when this came, when this came about and they were like, yeah, we're getting 25 acres, I was like, I can have some alpacas on that 25 oh acres. Oh my God, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> How have you jumped from A to Z? <laughs> well, okay. Alpacas. So backstory. I There's love a company. <laughs> genius <laughs> so there's a company that I've like desperately wanted to work for for a couple of years now who have their own alpaca farm and I really want to get involved with what they're doing but I actually approached them and said can you make me a job and they said 
yes but not right now and so I was like okay fine and I've just never got back in touch with them because like I felt like that was the okay fine yes but no but whatever Mm -hmm. and so now I'm like well actually why don't I just do it myself why don't I just start it myself like I have no experience in farming or anything whatsoever so I'm gonna have to do a lot of research but that's the idea and I want to be able to have take the wool from the alpacas and make my own wool and so because and that comes from my whole crocheting and knitting background is I want to be involved with it but creating pieces is so expensive and people do not want to pay the price for a handmade piece yeah because like um that that blanket that I um I made a while ago Jess got in touch with me about it and said, can you make me one? Yeah, I, said, I wanted one desperately. Oh, wow. And I said, absolutely. Where and I though? still can make it. But it is like, I think the wall alone cost me about £500 just wow. to buy the wall. Oh my so, gosh. And then obviously you add the, the time it takes yeah. on top. I would, I would be paying myself still less than minimum wage if I wanted to then go and sell it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, no, I need, I need, to create it myself and create a business yeah. through the creative crafting industry. So fingers crossed, but also the whole reason that came out also is because my parents have, I've been involved with the crafting industry since I was about 12 anyway, maybe even younger than that. I don't know. So, so yeah, so that's where that came from. But like in terms of like immediate, mm-hmm. like hope is that hope and um, I guess goals is that I, want to be able to put a deposit down on a house by next year like I'd love to be able to do that because I'm living with my housemate uh, living with a friend from university at the moment who she owns her own house my boyfriend still lives with his parents and we need to come out of that situation and we've been like that like we've been going out nearly eight years now so it's like we need to like actually you and George have been together forever I I know shout out to George shout out to George (laughs) Mr Coco gorgeous Georges um (laughs) Yeah, I think the property ladder is one that comes up for lots of people, I think, especially the age that we're at now. Again, life is changing. Who knows what's going to be the norm for any age group? But I think, yeah, wanting to have somewhere that you could sort of settle down in and actually call your own. I want that. But that was the start of my trading journey because I'd just gotten property Mm. and then I was made redundant. So I actually couldn't afford to pay for it. And that's when you realize that actually having a property is not necessarily an asset. No. is a liability because you're still having those auto expenses coming out and it's not making you anything back. Right. So, you know, again, it's one of those things that we've been taught to like, go to school, go to uni, get in debt, get a house, be in debt off that be house. Be in more debt. <laughs> yeah, be in more debt, you know? Yeah. So um, it's then, once then, yes, you get to the stage of like having your first property, it's then, okay, so what's next because that property then becomes a liability you know Mm because the cycle will just continue Mm -hmm. it's crazy i'm intrigued actually how much did any of you get taught about trading or the financial world or anything of this sector at school zero zero none zero nothing talking about we get taught to be in debt like i feel like that was all i was taught yeah spend money i got Yeah, I got taught a little bit about, I feel like we did a taxes, like a PSHE taxes session for about 20 minutes. I must have missed that <laughs> yeah. class. I think nope, we did yeah. one. Yeah. I think we did one Sick. on that. But not, yeah. But when when in school do they teach you about interest rates? Mm. When in year 10 did they teach us about It should be in the maths classes, shouldn't it? It should be in the maths classes. No, Pythagoras' theorem is more important. <laughs> we love triangles. <laughs> God. Yeah, it's, it's really sad. I find it quite disturbing, actually. Now, knowing what I know now about, like, 
global economy, which I never knew a year ago because hashtag dancer. Um, <laughs> I find it quite disturbing that hmm. they're not teaching, you know, kids, even kids from a young age, the concept mm-hmm. of earning, you know, receiving and then having to pay tax back. Do you know what I mean? Like that should be taught from a very young age because that's what we're forced to go mm. into for the rest of our life. Mm. I just find it very strange. And I think there just mm. needs to be an absolute shift in just education in general. Well, yeah. And also, I mean, that's mm. the fight that's been going on for the arts for years as well, bringing more of that into education. Because it's funny, we've all ended up going down this path mm. in an education system that definitely didn't push us down this path. <laughs> like it was for whatever reason that we either stuck with it or we were bad at the the <laughs> academic side of it so we found our strengths in the creative side of it but it's got such a value to humanity and yet it's just yeah it's not pushed no, in the education system it's such a no. shame but we forget how much is like is a creative art like a, in within the creative field like for example graphic designers uh brand brand strategists that all kind of comes under the same remit Mm-hmm. And you don't learn about those things until you decide to go to uni and maybe test that thing out, you know? But you know what I find so interesting is that, like, the majority of kids these days have Instagram anyway, so they're already doing brand, like, or... I know, that's um, interesting. ...profile management, <laughs> you know? They're, they're doing their own branding from a very young age. Yeah, it's very, very that, interesting. Yeah, isn't it, it? I don't know. I feel like maybe every generation says this, but I feel like so much has changed since we were young. <laughs> but I think my <laughs> technology like, changes. Like, it's going to continue to move, which is why, like, trade, like, I think... Yeah. I'm a firm believer that in the next five years, there's going to be at least one person in every household who can trade. Because I technology moves that. quickly. I really yeah. would love, like, that would just be so cool if it did become... I, I want, like, let's come back to this podcast in five years and listen to this episode <laughs> yeah. and be like, do you remember when we said, because I really would, it's so exciting, maybe this is me just like getting hyped up, but it's gonna, we're, we're at part of it and it's just gonna become big, I'm trying to think, like MySpace, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> or like Uber. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember when Facebook wasn't even really around and I remember when my dad like first signed up to Facebook and he was like, oh yeah, not many people are on it, but you know, I got to catch up with this one guy because he's on it. (laughs) And now it's just like totally ubiquitous. It's going to happen. It's already happening. Like the number of people who are now trading compared to when I started last year, it's like a whole different world. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's already... We're already just riding this wave, which is really exciting. It's like the virus. One person catches it, gives it to two people. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> my virus. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe but it is could, spreading. We could merge some kind of trading coronavirus pun. I'm going to think about that. <laughs> trading virus. Trading virus. Trading virus. Mm. It is amazing how, like, a year ago, people were like, oh, why would you do that? And then a year later, they I get people in my DMs like, so are you still mm. doing that trading thing? Yeah. And it's like, yep, am I still using it for everything? Yeah, mm. like... It's crazy. So one of the questions that I actually was really interested in hearing from your guys' perspective is that can you be an artist and also be money motivated? Mm. What are your thoughts on that? I think so. I think to be an artist, you have to be money, money motivated because you're putting yourself out there and you I mean you you do but you don't like you need to make a living but also you're doing your passion which a lot not a lot of people do like I've never thought of myself as being money motivated but like I am now if that makes sense yeah I was gonna agree completely like I think they it's not like one or the other it's they're very like similar actually they're very interchangeable and you know you can't 
I don't think you can also make money without being creative. I I just don't think there's, I think it's like a back and forth kind of thing. And, and a lot of the stuff that I do, like for my degree and stuff, explores the way that this thing called like creative strategy, um, which was developed by like this guy called Chris Bilton, who like taught me or whatever. Um, but he, he's really like clever because what he does is in his book, he says how, um, you have to be creative in order to, um, strategize and in order to have a strategy, you need to be creative. It's like an, in, like a, not two things, but they are very intertwined. And I think, um, I saw like a definition of what is creativity and like, like how do we define it? Like it comes in so many different forms. So like, what is it? And I think like, if you have a creative idea and you don't know how to put that out into the world, right? You don't know how to make it happen. Is it, a creative like does it actually happen is it creativity oh, because it hasn't actually begun yet so you well, like, also yeah yeah you yeah. also as a creative need to understand how to how to make it work and if that means getting financial support or like a fund together or fundraising or hosting like whatever you need to do um free performances to get marketing as well um you need to know all of these different techniques and these are a lot of these techniques are used in business school and taught in economy classes or whatever as like um genuine Mm. skills that we just have to as creatives know how to have and yeah and business skills like like you automatically have to know that you've got a business skill because what you're create you like you're you are a business you and also like as a creative you come into the industry or you come in as a creative thinking i'm gonna be so big my paintings are gonna be like van gogh like wig like yeah. i'm gonna be this big kind of thing and it's like yeah you're like go, selling go, yourself yeah. and right? so go, go, van gogh. you might not have but like you're like okay so i'm gonna be that big but how do i get there and then people are like you're not gonna make money and it's like well van gogh's making money like i know he's dead but he's making money like mm-hmm. like yeah that's your money motivation because you're like I'm one day gonna be this big but I'm not there yet and it's like instead of people thinking oh I'm gonna it's a get rich quick thing it's like being creative is not get rich get rich quick so it's the same thing isn't it like trading is not get rich quick if you do it the right way yeah they always say with with artists in general like an overnight success takes 10 years Mm. we when I left drama school we got given we got told you have to have a 10-year plan this is leaving three years of like very highly accredited drama school. You were not expected to leave and just sail. It was like, no, you got, you've got a plan. Movement teacher Vanessa, you and big shout out. She's an <laughs> ace, but like literally instilled in us that there's a ten year plan at play here. Once you leave, and you need to be on that journey and be ready to keep developing and keep not getting to where you think is the end goal. Mm. I mean, do we ever get to the end goal? That's a whole other mm. thing. But like knowing that it's a long game I but love loving the long game you have yeah. to just love the journey oh, yeah. you have to love the journey and like you know what? I'm go on sorry no I was gonna say I really think that people get success confused mm-hmm. um because I think people we've been taught to think that success means money mm-hmm. and it's not it's not like a direct correlation really just so long as like I just ask people now are you happy like are you happy with what you're doing and if you're happy like, yes, you may not be earning much, but so long as like you're going to auditions, you know, you're living that life, you're in that 10 year plan and you're enjoying every step of the way, then that is success. You're doing mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it's not, you know, the financial, what you know, what you see in your bank account isn't a direct correlation to success. Yeah, surely how you've developed as a human is the thing that might, I don't know, resonate. Uh, Yes, okay, you're not gonna be able to buy a house with how much you've developed as a human. But I I don't know, I think there's, but that's that's what makes you successful. (laughs) I think that's what makes you successful. uh, Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it means you can share it with people and inspire other people or teach other people or Mm. bring something to the world that people go, oh, yeah, that's actually bettered the value of what we had. Mm. So I had a teacher in uh, last year of sixth form. Um, me and my best friend at the time were applying to do our foundation courses I decided I decided that I wasn't going to go to uni and so I was like okay fine and so we got together a portfolio we applied for a few foundations and so one of the teachers said you'll never like your foundation you'll never like that you won't be you're not good enough you won't get your foundation and you they won't accept you and blah 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 this is a teacher and she was like you can't draw so you can't do a foundation that was what she said. Yeah. And I'm like, Literally. please, <laughs> you don't have to draw to be creative. To go and do a foundation, you could, like, there were so many different areas within the foundation that you could specialise in. Like, you could be a graphic designer and be drawing. You could be sewing fabrics, for God's sake. Like, I decided to specialise into photography. Like, mm. I don't have to draw to be a photographer. Like, no. go away like and I, I was so I yeah it was really yeah. bizarre that's I think that it does maybe it comes in other industries but I think it's pretty prevalent in the arts or creative um journeys that there are naysayers and also mm-hmm. and often people in authority like that 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 discourage you which is so so wrong unhealthy and wrong but I think if you're able to sort of overcome them or challenge them in your own head or you know just come to terms with your own confidence and strength like all of that just makes for a much more resilient person down the line and and, for sure uh, yeah but I'm so strong because like someone can say something like mean to me about my work or whatever and I'll be like I'll be a bit hurt but at the same time I'm like okay fine like whatever like it doesn't it doesn't affect me yeah I'm still gonna go and do it again it define it. no everyone's entitled to their own like I think yeah. it's just creatives or artists in general you mm. I think we are just a bit more resilient you know because we're constantly dealing with rejection mm. pretty much the majority of our career Hallelujah. <laughs> you know um <laughs> oh yeah I love and, it and, and that really does this is why I just think that also artists are like built to be the perfect traders because they're very mentally strong people they will go to auditions or you know uh interviews for an, an artistic opportunity again and again and again mm-hmm. and you'll have so many people who are your competition mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah. so that resilience can also be applied yeah absolutely. we develop such a thick thick skin i think it's such a it's it's such a thing that is known for artists to have like they have you have to have a thick skin in order to go into the industry and you know what i think it's quite funny because sometimes when i come up with like creative ideas like you say you have to love the process because i'm also kind of like oh like i know that i'm not going to stop at anything to get this 
on its feet. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm so stubborn that I will do anything in my power to get this funded, to get this running, to get this exactly the way I want it. I'll mow down people <laughs> to get the right logo. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like, and, and it's, it's good because, because of that, we're driven. And I don't think that, and I think that a lot of people who've come to us and been like, oh, there's no way that you'll be able to succeed in this. We're kind of like, well, I'm going to prove you wrong. And yeah. that is kind of also a drive yeah. to keep going at what we're doing. And when we get knocked down from, you know, even from losses or reds, as we call it in the yeah. trading industry, then it, it, we just get back up and we have a break. We come back at it again. Yeah. Um, it's it's really good to be an artist doing yeah. this, I think. Yeah. Definitely. I think we're like we're like um what is it sadists? No, we're masochists. Mas- yeah, yeah, a little bit masochistic. We like the pain. Well, but it's, yeah. the, it's the lifestyle though. Yeah, love the pain, love the gain. I don't know. No pain, no Let's gain. See if we can try and make that one work. <laughs> I mean, it's, it literally already exists as no pain, no gain, and I tried. Yeah. I tried to. I tried to, to remix it. it. Tried to remix it. Didn't reinventing work. the wheel. People are always kind of waiting for you to like quit and get a regular job you know yes. people always ask me so like when are you getting a regular job I'm like sorry what what is a regular job <laughs> I've got a whole master's degree I don't know what that means yeah literally in this I'm... area so why would I just do that yeah. why would I just give up I mean it's a compliment if someone goes uh oh you'd be a really great birdie there like yeah I'd be a really great lots of things but I've <laughs> yeah. chosen this yeah, that's... and yeah. I'm being a really great version of this <laughs> so... that's a very good point as well that you say um that you'd be great at lots of things. I think that creatives in general are just good at a lot of things. Mm. And a lot of people try to pigeonhole you into kind of one stream. Whereas when you are an artist, you have to be your own business manager. You have to, you, you've got a hand in like all the parts. To wear all the hats. Wear, wear all, all the hats. hats. And a lot of the time we're like serial kind of hobbypreneurs. Does that kind of make sense? Hobbypreneurs, like like, yes, yeah. mate. I love it. You know, and I think especially like Courtney, when you're talking about like, you just like knitting. So that's going to become a business. Like that's exactly what hobbypreneurship is, I guess. Mm, and it makes mm-hmm. more sense because you actually enjoy the thing. Mm. Like you love it. Yeah. I so still can't get over the alpacas. <laughs> you love the alpacas. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I just I will be I'd the happily, first customer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I happily just have even if it's just one to start with, like it probably will just be one to start with. <laughs> I want the pictures with you in your alpaca. Come to me for your wool advice. <laughs> There's a yeah, you've got some serious like luxury <laughs> Yeah, uh, luxury options here. Yeah, luxury yeah. defo. Well, it's really nice to like chat about it with you guys no it is it's been wonderful. you know what i was thinking it's because like, we can't we can't chat to anyone no, else. This is, my I mean, friends this is... do not care about this like no. it's they're like oh there she goes talking about training and, and it's also like... maybe worth saying that we haven't met in person like as no. because probably of the timing of the world at the moment like mm. uh, in this time i've like you guys have connected with people literally across the globe because of this shared journey that we're on but like what a great bunch of people i can't wait till we can actually meet i feel like i'm making another point in that like the trading community is so it's a vibe like everyone's so supportive pushing Mm. each other up whereas like the creative arts can be quite you know like dragging each other Mm. down oh a lot of maybe like jealousy a lot of yeah very competitive no i have to say Mm. particularly in trade creators i mean i've said it tons of times but there isn't a community particularly for trading like trade create like we're so it is a little, a little dysfunctional family. Family. <laughs> what do you mean this is totally functional <laughs> we're functioning Courtney's at the moment, just on the, Courtney's on the on the juice every night and like, I'm like wired off of Stop. coffee every day <laughs> oh my god can someone start drinking with me like 
I might have to turn to that. <laughs> oh, oh, is that what you do? Do you have a drink when you watch like the evening property? Oh, every every Zoom in the evening, I swear I have a drink with it. <laughs> I'm like, this is getting bad. Usually I do, oh, but when, that was when I was back at home when like the family were funding my 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 uh, short term. I'll bring you some back from France because it's so cheap oh, over there. If you can get a Cote oh, de wow. Provence, yeah. that'd be lovely. You can buy like yeah. champagne for five euros. I know it's crazy. Oh, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Three I euro for a bottle Italy, of wine. Italy and it was like like two like two to three euros and they just filled up on like a tap and I was like this is great it was like red wine <laughs> oh my god I'm so staying here yeah. and it's all really good too yeah <laughs> like it's not yes. so it's good. Good. See, this is what I'm excited for I really want us to do like trade creatives trips <gasps> oh, school yes. trips oh, when Rona's gone yes. when Rona's gone yeah when she's... Rona is done we are gonna like I'm really hoping I can see it for the future like we'll just like hire out a really nice Airbnb We'll wake up in the morning, trade together, have, make our daily wage, and then just go out and explore. Like how we should dreamy. do, like a camp, like an oh intense, like away trading camp or something. Because so it's basically what we kind of do now. A, but a trading retreat. Traders retreat. Yes. What you could tell us, like what you're doing next podcast. Like what's there is some like good stuff and really great people yeah. coming on from the rest of the group, right? Yeah. Like We're, I think I I can't be, wait to hear I'm how it turns out. It's, it's really exciting so to share. Fun the people that we've got in the in the gang because we've got a good oh, there's some amazing yeah amazing bunch of people good yeah. bunch. and also like i just love the fact that there are probably a lot of people who are maybe curious about trading or you know maybe they've started learning but they've got no one really to talk to their friends probably don't like trading so maybe we can be people's trading friends yeah, and definitely. they can feel like they have a community because we totally get it like we are for like oddbods who are kind of going against the grain so at least we can go against the grain together yeah. totally <laughs> I love it weirdos unite <laughs> weirdos <laughs> unite absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. that should be the name of this podcast <laughs> weirdos unite so uh, if anyone is listening and hasn't heard of trade creatives go check it out it's all yes. over socials Jessica do you want to do the official yeah, yeah. plug you're good at this bit sure okay fine so guys if you are a creative, a freelancer, or this kind of like new term that I've coined, a hobbypreneur, um, do check us out. We're across pretty much all socials just because we're going ham right now. Trade Creatives, we are a community of artists and freelancers who are learning how to use the foreign exchange markets to fund our full-time creative careers because life is meant to be enjoyed. And, you know, time is our best commodity. Um, so if you know how to leverage that right you can be you know your crazy weird self for the rest of your life and have a really great time so um feel free to message us slide into the dms and uh we can chat jump onto a zoom with us real real yeah, soon baby at trade creatives <laughs> trade creatives <laughs> dot com. Trade we're, we've just started yeah. on tiktok guys oh yeah i've been popping off. Off. it up. is popping off on here <laughs> it's very exciting i hate you guys i absolutely <laughs> love it i'm so I'm here, here for it, it yeah I think they're awesome. Well, I, I think, think it's awesome. hilarious. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, Courtney, Shakira. Your absolute dream boat. Round of applause. So good. So good to thank have you. Thank you so, so much. And thank you if you've been listening. I've always wanted to say that. Um, and yeah, I guess check out... Podcast dreams coming true. Yeah, check out what we've got coming up um, on the socials. Big love, Sweet. guys. Big Bye. love. See you later, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.